Hi everyone and welcome to A Hairy Situation. I'm Emily. I'm Emily. And I'm Tosh. Okay, so we took a little break um, because it was my birthday week. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that was fun. So we're back with the song Back For You, which I think is an appropriate song to come back from back to on our break but just a little bit of like harry in one direction news um so harry's tour started this week um saturday june 11th his first show was in glasgow um i've seen all of it or like seen a bunch of stuff online about it apparently it was awesome um and then also new pictures from his movie coming out the policeman um Mm -hmm new picks have surfaced. How many movies is he starring in that are coming out? Two. Like, two? This oh, year. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I've heard a lot <clears throat> about... Well, it's just because, you know, they're both getting a lot of hype. But yeah. Okay. Um, and I guess, like, it's going to be in theaters, but I guess, like, Amazon Prime is, uh, like, backing the movie because, like, they keep tweeting about it. Oh, okay. And so... But yeah, so... I'll Wait, s- are you not going to talk about how you were in New York just, like, a week after Harry was and... I don't want to talk about sad uh, things on oh, this okay. podcast. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I was like, I saw that he had been in New York, like, sometime in the middle of May, and, you know, had, like, seen fans on the street and stuff, and then we, like, literally went the first week of June, and I was like, damn it, like, why? Which, well, you did get to stalk a different person. I met Penn Badgley, um, which was, you know, amazing. If enough people um, add us on social, we'll send out the picture of uh, Emily stock. Like you I know, was not stalking. I was just standing giving, a, giving the camera a goofy smile while Penn Badger looks the other way. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, in other news, Zane. Um, Your boy. No, but Zane shared an Instagram post. It's a video of him singing a um song a one direction song oh my god like you're gonna see who's singing a harry Styles song no he just sang like this like like three second clip of a one direction song three seconds but like wow everyone lost their shit on the internet i mean like sometimes twitter sends me notifications like on our podcast um uh account just like for big tweets and stuff and like Everyone was like, I did not expect Zane to be singing One Direction in 2022. Are we sure it wasn't just a coincidence of like, the words just matched up and like he just... No. Three was, seconds? Like it, seriously? It, no. Three seconds? And everyone was like, oh my god. What? It, oh. Tasha was like a distinct song and okay. a distinct well, lyric. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm just joking, but like, like it's just baffling to me. Three seconds. Like, it was I can't Harry's... imagine ever like me being like... Hey, here's three second a three second video and everyone just going ballistic over it. It was very, like, everyone was very wild. I was what like, do people think it means? Is he saying like I don't hate One Direction anymore? I guess that's what they were like. Yeah, somebody tweeted was like, he didn't hate One Direction this whole time. You guys like, everyone was very One Direction fans and their crazy conspiracies. I'm just saying. And then I didn't look this up, but apparently like. There was some interaction between, like, Louis and Zane. I guess, like, maybe Louis commented on that post or something. But, like, I just saw tweets of, like, they're interacting. Um, and then, but, like... Oh, Louis oh, and Zane, oh? What's the what's that couple name? Lane. Lane. <laughs> or Zooey. Zooey. I love it. Zooey. Um, but, a, like, a few weeks ago, though, Liam was, like, 
on some podcast talking sh- kind of shit about Zane. Um, or like all of them in general were, so you should like look that up. But, but um, well, Liam was basically airing out Zane's dirty laundry about like how he grew up like with like a bad father and stuff. Oh, yeah, and oh, that's kind of it was just like, where are you? What, Liam? And then everyone was like, he knows not to say Harry's name. <laughs> <laughs> like he knows better. So, but yeah, um, that's uh kind of what's going on in the One Direction world, you know. Oh. Always new where, things. Where are we in our world where a, a clip of a three-second song I'm just makes saying. news? Well, no, I mean, it, like you said, like it clearly, um, you know, uh, garnered a reaction. It was very popular. Well, and I also think Zayn is trying to become relevant again because he's, like, got this new, like, fashion line out. And he's been, like, trying to promote it, you know, whatever, um, oh. on his Instagram. So I think this was his way of being, like... Everyone look back at me. Look back at me. I mean, like, Harry has the number one album in the, you know, U.S. right now. And I think the U.K. And so, like, he's just, you know, sorry not to, like, say that he wasn't genuine. But I think he's trying to become relevant again. Hmm. <sighs> I'm going to look up this fashion line as we keep going. Yeah. It's it's fine. It's called paint with a Y. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On represent.com. Okay. I'm not trying to advertise this, but. Tasha's like, I've already bought like a sweatshirt. You know, this stuff isn't. This stuff isn't bad. This is. Tasha's like, I'm a Zane believer now. Yeah. I'm a Zaner. I'm a Zaner. I'm a Zooer. Zooier. Zooey. Yeah, I'm a Zooey. (laughs) Or Elaine. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, so we'll move on to the song. So the song today is Back for You. And it's from the album Take Me Home by One Direction. Um, So this was written by Harry, Niall, Louie, Liam, not Zane. (laughs) (laughs) Zane was was too busy with thoughts of his fashion line. Right, um, back in 2012. Um, But yeah, so those four were credited as writers. Also Rami Yakub, who is a Swedish artist. He's worked with the big-time producer Max Martin, who, if you don't know, is a very big, uh, huge producer. He's, like, given us all the hits, like Britney Spears, um, One More Time, Christina Aguilera. He's given us all of Taylor Swift's bops, like, all, like, 1989. He produced most of that. Oh, wow. Oh, producer. I was like, I thought Taylor Swift. Well, like, Taylor Swift writes all her songs, but, like, sometimes she has, like, collaborators. He just makes it better. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, anyway. I got some stink guy right there. Um, but yeah, this Rami guy has also like, so since he's worked closely with Max Martin, he's written for big names like Ariana Grande, Demi Lovato, Britney Spears, you Madonna. Say, you say Ariana Grande? A- Ariana Grande. Oh, I thought it was, oh, Ariana I didn't know that. That's how you said it. Well, I think she actually has pronounced it Grandy before. No, I thought it was Ariana. Oh, what did I say? Ariana. Oh. Okay. Oh, I mean, it doesn't matter. I just I, Ariana. Like, I trust your instinct more than mine. It's probably Ariana. Linguist over it's here. Just you know, but yeah. And then he's also worked for like the Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, and Lindsay Lohan. Now you got my attention. Which is the name I haven't heard in a while. Yeah. And then another writer, Carl Falk, who's a Swedish artist, and he's collabed a lot with Avicii and Ariana Grande. Um, then we have Savan Katecha. He's from Austin, Texas. 
Mm. And um, he often, again, works with Max Martin. We have Alban Nedler, who's a Swedish artist. And he collabs a lot with DNCE, which is Joe Jonas's side band. Um, and then the last writer, Christopher Fogelmark, a.k.a. Bon. Mm. Spelled B-O-N-N, all caps. Um, he is from, you guessed it, Sweden. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> and he actually has provided backing vocals for five One Direction songs. Including this one? Yes, including this one. And he also worked on the X Factor. So. Oh, okay. That's his little connection. He's been around since the beginning, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, in total... There were nine writing credits on this song. Wow, a lot of people worked together <laughs> to make this. This masterpiece of a song. Mm. Um, that was sarcastic. So. <laughs> um, so anyway, so this song was released on November 9th, 2012. So that's the same day as the album release date. Um, so a little bit about this album, Take Me Home. So this is the first song that we've talked about from this album. So, it is the second studio album from One Direction, and it was released, like, just a year after their first one, and it was recorded in Stockholm, which, hence all the Swedish artists, um, L.A., Virginia, Hmm. and England, and so this was the fourth best-selling album in the world in 2012, and the fifth best-selling album in the U.S., in that same year. So not a lot of good music going on in 2012, huh? No, this is when Red, <laughs> this is when Taylor Swift's Red album came out. Oh, okay, so she was and, the top three then? Yeah, she was like... And then there was just like... No, there was another really, really big one, but I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. But um, there was good music that year. This is like a little caveat, but like, you know, it's called Take Me Home, and they're all from England. Well, Niles from Ireland. But the album cover is them like surrounding a telephone booth. So which is very I- London, England icon. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, anyway, this album debuted at number one on the U.S. Billboard 200. And since these, their first two albums were released within a year of each other, they became the first boy band to land two number one albums in one calendar year. So good for oh, them. Oh, okay. Wait, so they released both of them in the calendar year? I didn't know that. Yeah, so they released like Up All Night. The first album was released in March 2012 in the U.S. And okay. then this was released in November 2012 in the U.S. So, yes. In one calendar year, they released two albums in the U.S. And they were both at number one. And they were the first boy band to do that. I, like, so, are there bands that have done it and other artists that have done it? I'm sure. I can't think of that many boy bands. So, it just doesn't feel that, yeah. like, impressive. It's like, Backstreet Boys, <laughs> NSYNC. Nine degrees in one direction. Well, good for them for putting out two albums in a year. Yeah, no, I mean, it's impressive. I'm just surprised that the only metric they've, like, won there is best or the first boy band to do it. Like, wow. I'm, I'm surprised that that many other people have I'm, done it. I'm, I'm surprised if, like, I don't know, I just feel like it's uncommon for any artist period to release two albums in one year. That's what, yeah, that's I think what Taylor saying, Swift yeah. did. Because she released Folklore and Evermore oh, yeah. within the same year. And of course, you think she like, did that because they rhymed? Well, they were sister albums. Oh, okay. So. Oh, uh. And she uh, wrote them during the pandemic. Oh, okay. Well, that also makes sense. Like, she, like, released Folklore on a surprise. 
later that year she was like oh we can't like she's like i couldn't stop writing for you know this like timeline or whatever um and she's like here's the sister album evermore Mm -hmm. um and they were both released um in 2020 because uh folklore was released in like july evermore was released in december so So just like the world events I mean, everyone thought the world was going to end in 2012, so... I'm not everyone. 2020, but... you mean? No, 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 I'm saying for the One Direction 2 albums. Oh, yeah, Maybe yeah. Just yeah. Like, you know what? The world's going to end. Let's just go. Let's just we just need around. it. We just need it, yeah. Um, well, they have said in interviews that their goal had been to release an album, like, every year or to year and a half. So they were, like, really committed to cranking them out. And Simon Cowell, he had challenged prominent songwriters to get a songwriting spot on this second album. So he basically, like, when the first album was a huge success, he was like, look, y'all on a spot? You better, like, you know, work your asses off. He's basically like, come and get it. And, He's like, being Simon being Simon, I guess. Right, right, right. So, like, basically people were, like, fighting for, like, songwriting credits on mm. the second album, which, in my opinion, is not even the best album. It's... I would rank it last on One Direction albums. Oh. Speaking of, like, you know, the writing and stuff, and all these people trying to get songwriting credits, um, it was said that this, this, like, writing process employed the Swedish songwriting style. Hmm. What is that? Which is melody first. Oh. So they do not put a lot of stock into the lyrics. I believe that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um... <laughs> yeah, um, we'll, we're about to talk about the lyrics, and I think that will become very apparent. Um, but yeah, like uh, I saw like these interviews of these songwriters being like, "Yeah, we would just spend days trying to lock down this melody," and I'm like, uh, "What?" Like, okay, yeah, because I was about to say, like, okay, I am not a fan of the lyrics here, but also one of my biggest com- complaints. The melody about- wasn't even that great. Yeah, like I wrote, you know that song. Um, uh, by oh, I'm not gonna remember her name. Um, uh, that song, uh, since you've been gone. Oh with Kelly yeah, Clarkson? with Kelly Clarkson. Uh, it it kind of reminds me of like a dumbed down version, but also sped up of that song. Like it was just like mm-hmm. you know, hey, let's just take all the complexity out of this. Let's just take yeah. all the nuance out of this and just like have like a beat and like a single instrument. Well, melody. they they also said they wanted the songs to be like those songs that like people can play on their guitars and post covers on YouTube. They That was like part of their design? That was a quote from one of the songwriters. Like <laughs> for this whole album. Not just for this song, but this album. Uh, well, I guess you can't. And I'm like, that. this makes a lot of sense because I don't care for this album. I mean, I feel like, yeah, like maybe they're going after that Ed Sheeran like, thing, yeah. you know, because like Ed Sheeran's like that. Or, or, like, everyone likes to play Ed Sheeran songs. Yeah, at least his, like, lyrics have a little bit more complexity. Yeah. You know. Right. But, yeah, they definitely went with Melody first, and I'm like, you could have worked a little bit harder on that, at least, <laughs> too. Um, but St- Savan Katecha, which, you know, is the writer from Austin, he said that the Backstreet Boys' late 90s hits inspired the way he formulated One Direction's voices for the album. So at this point, like, their first album, you know, had been a huge success. So when they were writing this, they wanted to feature their, like, individual voices and, 
like really um, make them distinct so that when you're listening to it, you're like, oh yeah, those are like different guys, like you know. And he was like, of course the fans can like differentiate, but like if you just heard a song on the radio, you would be like, oh yeah, that's definitely like five different guys as a boy band. So that was their kind of whole like motivation. So, um, yeah, that was a little bit about the album and its writing process. For the song, um, this is not a bonus track, which, you know, wow. is uh, rare <laughs> up to this point in the podcast. <laughs> um, and it's about missing your partner, but always coming back to them. Um, so, yeah, let's just like kind of get into the lyrics of this, you know, wonderful song, this genius masterpiece. Yeah. You know, I, I, I like to talk a lot about, you know, in past episodes about, like, the subject, uh, the object of the lyrics, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was thinking that. I was like, this is, like, Tasha's actual, <laughs> like, proof. Um, but, like, it's just, like, so far, it's, like, a lot of the, these songs have been written, I feel, purposefully in a way where... Uh, like fans can be like, oh, he's talking about me. Yeah. They're talking about me. But like, this is the first song that I've heard that it almost feels like it's doing expressly the opposite of that. Yeah, right. it's, just, it's like, just like you can't. It can't be a fan because I'm just thinking about you and picturing your face right. on all of these fake people. No, right. It's no, like all these I'm fans, looking out at the crowd and I'm not. Looking and I'm at not. Any. I only see you. Like I'm not looking. I don't, I don't care about my actual fans. Uh, right. I'm just caring. I'm just thinking about you. Uh, no, I just thought that that was interesting. Either that or it's just, like, some sort of, like, demented relationship where, you know... uh, (laughs) I don't think it's a demented relationship. But, like, I think, you know, this song is obviously about, like, um, you know, they've gone on tour by this point, and it's about, like, missing someone while you're on tour. It makes very explicit um, uh, references to them performing so, you know, they're, like, missing their little boo yeah. back home. Um, it doesn't get much deeper than that, but, you know. So, uh, you know, whenever I close my eyes, I picture you there. I'm looking out at the crowd. You're everywhere. So, mm. yeah, he's just saying, like, I'm coming back. Yeah, like, I feel like it's just like, oh, like, this girl's so in love with me <laughs> that when I have to go to work, she's like, oh. Right. Like, Bye. Right. And he's like, "Don't worry. You just stay here and be back." Right. Yeah. yeah. Like this. It's like it's something that really annoys me about like these songs like this because like they're definitely not the first or only band to ever like write a song about like, oh my my life as an artist is so hard, and you know being like I'm on stage in front of thousands, but I'm only thinking of you like. So it's not the only song to do that. And they yeah. just kind of annoy me because I'm like, it just paints a picture of the other person mm-hmm. sitting at home alone. Right. Like, like their, their, their life has no meaning or you right. know purpose like, without. It's like, no, the other person is out like living. Like they can do shit. Like yeah. they can, you know, they can miss you, but like, they're not just sitting at home being like, they're on stage. Yeah. Also like with this. me. Right. Like, like with this, like, uh, um, philosophy of melody first, I feel like there's like this weird tonal mismatch of like, okay, so I guess the point of this song is supposed to be romantic of like, don't worry, don't worry, baby. I, you don't have to worry about me. I am only thinking of you. But then it's like a, like a bop, 
like right. of, like that little you know, guitar like, riff at the beginning i'm like okay i can kind of get into this but then like yeah the lyrics don't match the tone it's just like <laughs> sounds like the beginning of like a disney channel movie yeah, there's something about it that just like took me to the early 2000s. Yeah, and like like almost like a grunge like ba- not grunge band, but like there was like a certain type of rock band in the early right. 2000s yes. that like it just really reminded. Yeah, me like of. like like did you just say black block party? Because that's what I was thinking. I don't know if I was just thinking that or heard you say it. But, like, I didn't block say that. Party. No. Like, it reminds me of block party. Sorry, <laughs> it reminded me of the beginning of a Disney Channel movie. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, just like Block Party, where like they had, but you know, they also had great vocals to match the uh, mm. simple, repetitive melodies, um, yeah. in um, a good way. Yeah, but yeah, um, you know, they just keep talking about how they're coming right back, right back for you. Yeah, it's just and like, like almost, we get it. It's almost like this like threatening thing, right? Like we're just like you know, like, I have bitch, all I'm these fans, <laughs> I have all these fans adoring me while I'm on stage, but don't worry, don't worry. No, 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 I'm just thinking about you. Well, like, it also kind of sounds like, like, this could easily delve into toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. I was trying to say earlier. Because it's like, it's like, these two, it's like, if you're allowed to enjoy things outside of the relationship, and you're allowed to enjoy your career, and, because they're just like, tell me nothing's going to change, and you won't ever walk away. And maybe we're reading way too deep into this, but yeah, it's just like, because, yeah, even though every night you'll know what I'll say goodbye. I don't even know. I don't understand that sentence. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like, I don't know. Again, it's like this idea that like if you're apart from each other, all you need to be doing is pining after each other. And I'm like, no, like yeah. you, you're allowed to like. It goes back to, I think, that way. Like, I think, sorry, it was just like, it goes back to the whole like, I don't know, teenagers being teenagers and, like, you know, everything... Like, nothing seems more important than their relationships. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I think that that's what they're going for. But still, it just feels weird. Like, maybe it's just that the song hasn't aged that well. Um, Well, and also, like, I can just imagine, like, you know, these are, like, five teenage guys, like, late teens, and they're on tour for the first time, and they probably all have, like, these little crushes and you know like true it's hard you're not getting to live like a normal life at this point but they're probably like going like right back on the bus and like calling up their girlfriends and like i missed you so much like i saw this girl smile but she had your smile right (laughs) or like or like you know like the girl getting jealous and be like i'm sure there's so many pretty girls in the crowd and they're like no like I can, you know, I, that's where I can see, like, a lot of toxicity, like, come in where it's, like, a lot of jealousy and stuff. And yeah. it's just, like, are you going after other girls? And it's, like, no, I'm not. I'm so, not. So I'm just, like, picturing this, like, teenage boy's idea of romanticism of, like, no, I, I'm not thinking about them. In fact, I'm I'm imagining your face on all of these people. <laughs> and then, like, this girl's just, like, uh, what? No. If, if <laughs> someone told me that when I was, like, you know, like, 17, I'd be, like, good like great like really or you know it like seems like romantic but like it's not yeah like this whole song it's like it just feels like a teenager's perception of love yeah Yeah. right which makes sense because like four out of the five members like apparently had a hand in writing this i don't know how much um but like zane was mm. like i'm too mature for this right zane's like um no i don't have a girlfriend (laughs) (laughs) Zane's just like, just I'm like only a... looking at my fans. 
That's true, yeah. Zane's a true yeah. pop star. But Zane was just probably being a sad sack somewhere, but, um... No. But, like, I will say, Harry Styles has, like, very much admitted that, like, he's hooked up with fans before. Right. Like, not just, like, once, but, like, multiple times. Oh, my god! <laughs> and so, like... He's keeping up alive. It really is. Um... <laughs> Emily's like sweating right now. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so um, so yeah, Harry apparently was looking out at the crowd. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, Um, yeah, I was gonna say like you said something earlier about uh, maybe I'm reading too much into this. Um, I had that thought earlier too. Like if I if I came across this song, I wouldn't have given it a second thought. I probably would have like hit next. You Mm -hmm. know, like. Mm -hmm. You know, I wouldn't have even really first... listened to the lyrics. I've yeah. just been like, back for you. Yeah, and I just, yeah. I wonder, like, how many uh, songs that I actually like, that I enjoy listening to, uh, would break apart on upon, you know, inspection. Oh, that, yeah. like, well, you know what I mean? You know, yeah. I was thinking about this earlier. So just, like, many. A lot of the songs that we've done so far are just like, I'm, I feel like, uh, I almost feel like I'm overanalyzing it, but I almost, like, feel like I need to sort, like, sort of read into the lyrics to understand what the intent was mm-hmm. but i don't do that even to the music that i like exactly well like you know ed sheeran did have that it's like one of his first hits the a-team you know that song was huge but then it's like about like this young prostitute that's like hooked on drugs but everyone's like they say she's in the class 18 you know like wait like, i thought that song was 18 like the number no 18 I thought it was like, oh, she's just 18. No. Okay. I don't think I know this song. You should look it up. It's a good song. But, like, a lot of people misinterpreted it. Um, But, yeah, like, but this song specifically, I, like, every time I went to listen to it to prepare for this episode, like, I just ended up zoning out and, like, doing something else because, like, it's just background music. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not one of those songs that you're, like, yeah, I'm gonna like really connect to. But yeah, I was just like found myself being like back for you, back for you, you know, like, and then just like working on something else. And so like, and they're just like, I, I like, I love that. That's like the reaction. And then they're like, oh, we focused on the melodies. Yeah, right. and, and we're like, it. I'm like focused on helping me zone out, like, because this is like, I feel like this type of song is a very good like work song. Like, I don't know when I like do work for school or whatever right. like I always put on music and this is a really good song to have in the background because I'm not trying to sing exactly. along yeah. the like melody's not pervasive enough so like well good right. job to like have a upbeat coffee shop song yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I mean uh, like a lot of times uh well back when I could uh, listen to music while I was working I'd listen to like video game soundtracks because those are that music is expressly made to like let you focus on something like kind of like be there to uh, to mm-hmm. to as like um i don't know ancillary like secondary it's to, supposed to, to help you focus some, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to help and, you focus on something else yeah and like this kind of goes back to what i said about the disney channel movie but like this is a very much like a soundtrack song mm. like you mm-hmm. can imagine it being on a soundtrack and you know that's what soundtrack songs are supposed to do so mm-hmm. or like video game songs of like they're supposed to help you focus on something else, mm-hmm. like without actually paying attention to the music. Yeah. So this wasn't a single, right? No, no, no. Yeah, because like when I first turned it on, also it like reminded me stylistically of "That's What Makes You Beautiful," 
Mm. Like, in terms of just, like, not anything to do with the lyrics, obviously, but just in terms of, like, the guitars and, like, the aesthetic of the song. And so I was like, maybe this was just, like, their vibe in their early days. But this was also the first song that I've ever been, like, the singing wasn't great. Like, like there are a few moments in the verses where I was like, oh. <laughs> like they miss notes or no like that would no it, was just, it like, just wasn't like it didn't polished. sound like a, yeah it wasn't polished oh. or like it wasn't very flattering for their voice like you know I don't think missing notes would happen in this age of auto tune that's fair but like they just sounded like kind of mediocre well I will point out that um in the first verse it was Liam the I wish second I knew verse specifically was which one I'm thinking of because there was this one moment where I, oh so it was either Liam or Louie and they're, like, the losers of the group. Right. Okay. It well, makes sense. They're not the strongest singers. Okay, that makes sense. So, yeah. Um, Because, like, yeah, because then the chorus was much stronger, which would yeah. have heavily featured Harry and Zayn. Like, they did uh, that stuff on purpose. What's, what about... So, or is it... Can we rank the singing ability? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the five? Okay. So, I'm assuming Harry goes on top. Harry's top. Then I would say Zayn. Okay. Zane's, Zane's a decent singer. And then Niall. Niall. And then probably Louie. And then Liam. Wow. You heard it here, folks. Yeah. Mm. I'm sorry. Liam's solo stuff is rash. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Oh. Go listen to it sometimes, Some you guys. Some going Just, on. You know, after this podcast. That's why we're not including Liam's songs All right. Well, podcast. I guess uh, all three episodes that I was recording of my new Liam podcast <laughs> and going into the track now. <laughs> He's like, I was going to have as a <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna do gonna a play. solo podcast, and I was gonna have soundboards with sound effects. You were just gonna sit in your closet and yeah. talk, yeah, to, about Liam. And my dog Gimli would have joined me, and you just hear smacking sounds, and it was gonna be great. But I guess that's not happening now. <laughs> yeah, it would be like, guess what this sound is? Is it from Liam's song, or is it Gimli? <laughs> Liam or Gimli? <laughs> um, but yeah, so like. Um, yeah, I feel like that was a choice made, um, maybe not the best choice, but, uh, they, you know, they had to, um, pamper Louie and Liam a little bit, yeah, give yeah. them, give them a little bit. Throw them a bone. You gotta keep those Liam, Liam and Louie, sorry. Keep... You just gotta keep your, your B team happy when you're in a right. party band. And <laughs> yeah. that way the fans can also be like, Liam's getting so much better at singing. Like, did you hear his latest right. line? And then Harry and Zayn are the A team. I don't know the rest of the little Thank you. Yeah. Okay. I will say, though, Louie kind of like, he had a few little moments, you know, um, later on. So, good for him. Was One Direction formed? Okay, so I didn't watch X Factor. I didn't either. Or whatever they were on. Is that how they came to be? Yes. Yeah. Um... Was it, like, a bunch of boys, and they, like, picked the top five? Tosh, you yeah. watched this. Yeah, no, it was basically, they were all solo acts, and nine of, nine, nine of them, none of them made the cut. <laughs> I was trying to say neither and none at the same time. Uh, none of them made the cut, and then, like, Simon, like, behind the scenes was just like, you know, you guys should try out again as a group. Oh. And then they did. Like, in the season, like, it shows kind of, like, it doesn't show all the behind the scenes. I'm sure there's footage out there, but, yeah. It's... Interesting. So, they were just, like, a bunch of randos, mm-hmm. and yep. then he was like, I choose you five. Yes. Yep. He kind of, like, handpicked, like, the fives that were, like, you're not quite good enough on your own, but, mm-hmm. you know, try again together. Like, yeah. And, like, kind of, like, how to, st- kind of star quality. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they were, like, five little cute 
16, 17 year olds and he was like, I think I can make a boy band. Yes, that's exactly what Simon thought. Like, mm-hmm. oh, look at these cute 16-year-olds. Well, I'm, it did sound a little creepy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just meant, like, probably objectively. Yeah, yeah, he was like, like, this will appeal to a certain day. demographic, not necessarily a 40-year-old man. So, <laughs> um, anyway, um, so, do y'all have any, like, other insights into the lyrics or any like lyrics that you're just like dying to talk about? I have a lyric that I hate. Okay. I've never been so into somebody before. Like, I just thought that was like the laziest, cringiest lyric. Yeah, it really is. I've never been so into somebody before. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it feels like one of those lyrics where like there was like a first draft and then they're like, yeah, we'll replace that later. And right, then- right. And they just couldn't think of anything else. Yeah. I mean... They should have had Zane come in. He would have said... Yeah, he would have... Zane would be like, you know what? This this look right here. That's probably it. Yeah. Well, I just can't get over... Because even though every night you'll know what I'll say... I feel like it's like a colon. Goodbye. That's true. Yeah. But it also doesn't make sense. Like, he sees her every night. And then it's like, you know I'm going to say goodbye tomorrow morning. Like... So, like, it's just, <laughs> like, I'm so perplexed. Like, goodbye, I'll see you tomorrow. Right. And I don't know. It's just so weird. Well, I guess he's saying, like, you know that every night when I talk to you on the phone, we're going to have to get off oh. the phone. Oh, <laughs> like, oh. or Maybe. or he's like, I have to, like, again, it's such a teenage song because, you know, like, when you're in high school and you just think, like, the most important thing is talking to like your boyfriend or girlfriend mm-hmm. on the phone like 24 mm-hmm. 7 and so you know they're just like sitting around on their phones like talking to their little girlfriends and they're like i have to go on stage like goodbye and she's like oh don't go yet like and he's like no i have to sound check is coming to get me and like sound check's coming to get me <laughs> and it's like my manager is literally gonna take <laughs> my phone hack. away sound check <laughs> The boogeyman sound check. Yeah, he's like, my manager's gonna take my phone away if I don't come out now. So like, it's just I like to think that like they like all wrote this song so that they could all perform it each in turn to like their girlfriends, right? (laughs) Or they could all be like, I wrote this for you, (laughs) and then then, like on the album credits, like he sees like nine writers, and she's like, no, 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 like each each One Direction member like wrote like one line, one line, and he's like, I wrote this. Yeah. specifically about you. And one of them definitely wrote, because even though every night you'll know what I'll say, because that sentence is a ha-ha mess. <laughs> right. And, and one of them wrote goodbye, and that was yeah. their way of breaking up with them. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> or, you know, one of them, like, sp- wrote, like, whenever I close my eyes, I picture you there. Oh, yeah. Um, he just has a picture, he just has a tattoo of his girlfriend on the inside of his eyelid, so he just, like, That's sees really him. weird. <laughs> well, you know, I, I like teenagers with the... The, the um, extents they'll go. So, yeah. Um, and then the chorus, you know, like, not much going on. Mm-mm. You don't have to worry. I'll be coming back for you. Lately, I've been going crazy, so I'm coming back for you. You know, can I admit something? Yeah, I actually didn't even pick a favorite lyric. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, it was hard for me to pick one because I was like, <laughs> what is there to even pick from? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, like, I thought it was an interesting choice to choose back for you and not back to you. It is. 
Yeah, it's like he's coming to pick her up from school. Right. Or like, I'm coming back for you. Like, I'm coming to get you. Like, it's just like, you know, most of the time it's like, I'm coming back to you. Like, we're going to meet right. meet up. But he's like, I'm coming back for you. And this time, you're coming with me. I'm coming back for you and Soundtrack's going to be m- behind me. <laughs> just ready to pounce. Yeah, so... Um, maybe yeah. it's a maybe it's a cultural thing like a British thing. You think that that's a maybe. phrase that they use instead of back to you. I have no idea. Um, yeah, it's almost like a predatory, like like threatening. Oh, I'm coming back for you. Oh, oh, I am. I'm coming back. <laughs> right, for that's you. what you tell people like that you're threatening. It's like I'm coming for you. Yeah. Don't hey goodbye, but I'm coming, coming back, back for you. <laughs> I think it also implies like. Like if I come back to you and like you have stayed in the same place and I'm returning there, if I come back for you, it's like I'm taking you with me somewhere. Yeah, but I don't know where they're going. Maybe it's... they're going on tour together. Maybe, Maybe. Okay, I I definitely am reading too much into this at this point. But like, like it almost takes like power away from like that's what I was thinking. The yes, other party, yeah, like the other party. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's like just coming back to you. It's just yeah. like wherever you are, I'm coming back to you. I'm coming back for you. Like like I discarded you for a bit. And now I'm coming, like, you know, it's okay, I'll, I'll pick you back up. Right, and it's like, you can't, like, you don't have any mobility or agency on your own, but I'll come back and, like, move yeah. you around. Your, right. your life can continue once I come back. Exactly, yeah. Okay, um, well, anyways. Um, and that is why One Direction are a bunch of misogynists. <laughs> wow. I want to go to Sweden one day, by the way, <laughs> Actually, and then just, like, see a bunch of women, like, laying, like, around, like, looking around, like, lost puppies, waiting for their waiting boyfriends. Waiting for their to... Swedish songwriters. Yeah. That's the problem. It's Swedish. <laughs> well, we sound really I, I don't actually, right yeah, I am not. <laughs> Swedish are probably lovely people. Yes, I am not being, uh xenophobic here we love the swedes they probably have universal health care yeah, um, yeah so no, good for them may, maybe we're just jealous and amazing public yeah. transportation right um okay so um then we'll move into our stylish speculation so since this song is about like obviously being on tour and needing or like being in a relationship and being away um i was wondering how does harry handle his relationships while on tour mm-hmm um, and so, like, when I looked this up, it was mainly about, like, his current relationship with Olivia Wilde. So, yeah. and he's, like, you know, I said at the beginning, he's going back on tour now. And so, according to U.S. Weekly, he is going to be, quote, bummed that he's not with Olivia. Um, but she's planning on coming to some shows, and they're planning small trips together when she can get away from work. Um, and an insider says they're not nervous about spending time apart. It adds to the attraction when they reunite after some time off. Both of them are secure and positive about what the future holds for them. Wow. Do so, you think she's like it for him? That's what some people have said. So like quote unquote insiders have said that like he thinks it's the real deal. Wow. wow. All right. But you know, like good for him for being like my woman's off working while I'm working, and whenever she can get time off, then we'll see each other. You think that Olivia Wilde is, like, going to these concerts and just hanging out backstage, or do you think she's actually getting tickets and just, like, standing in the crowd? Um, it's, so she, like, went to his Coachella show, but it's usually, like, usually when, like, spouses or, like, significant others, they usually stand side stage. And just hang out. Oh, okay. Like, that's a very common thing. Like, when I saw the Jonas Brothers, like, Kevin's wife was 
side stage and we could um, see her. Uh, you could see her? That's cool. Yeah, like she came out and waved to us. I feel like I feel like, you know, like it would be kinda cool as an artist just like, you know, or or as a artist's SO just be like, I wanna experience what well, they are. Well some of them do they're... like uh have like special seats, like box seat for the yeah. wild. Yeah, so I think and she was at one of his one night only as well with uh, his sister and his mom. So, I feel like Olivia Wilde also has a certain level of fame too, so it's oh, probably yeah, for like sure. probably yeah. it's not safe for her to be out there. But yeah, like they like yeah, usually if there's like a celebrity in attendance, like or especially like a special guest for the artist, like they'll have their own seat seating, um, or they'll be side stage. I'm Except not... I will say, you know, Halsey, yeah. the artist, yeah. she loves Harry Styles and she just went like she just bought like regular tickets oh to a Harry Styles show and was like that like dancing so with fans cool. and stuff that like cool. she was just like a regular person at a Harry Styles concert um so yeah she was like, I like nah. that. well I remember when I was in Korea like if an American artist would roll through there would a lot of times be these pictures of like K-pop artists, like just in the regular audience, right. and people be like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, exactly. I was sitting next to so and so at like Snoop Dogg's concert. Right. Or whatever. Like, can you imagine just like showing up to a Harry Styles concert and like Halsey's like sitting there with you, like dancing, like like fangirling? So. I mean, if I knew that Olivia Wilde was going to be in the audience at a Harry, Harry Styles concert I'd just be like sign me up for these $3,000 tickets it's so kind of perfect that like you guys both like you know you're interested in the same couple like I'm seeing like you know maybe like a like a, a moment here yeah, like, like exactly yeah no I mean I'd be lying if Emily didn't like talk to me about that like um okay so if something happens it's okay right like you can yeah you can have yeah yeah it's like one day we'll meet sure when that when that definitely happens yeah well i'm just saying like if we saw them on the street like we would both be equally happy because like we met them like yes because then tosh would see his ultimate crush i would see my ultimate crush and like we would both walk away Mm -hmm. neither one of us would be jealous because either one of us both of us would be so happy. Yeah, but and then we wouldn't talk to each other for the next two hours because we'd just be in our own heads. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, oh my god, can't believe it. Just but yeah, I mean, I just think this is a sign though that, like, you know, we're together, they're together. So maybe this is fate that then will like crisscross. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's bound to happen now, it's right? Yeah. Basically inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah. Anyway. Um. So yeah, I think it's nice. Like going back to his, like, tour and, like, making it work with his relationship, like, because he's already had, like, a leg of, um, his second album tour, like, while they were dating, and, um, yeah, so, you know, they've already, like, weathered, um, a lot of time apart, but, like, yeah, I think it's nice, um, they make time for each other, but they're not, like, obviously he's grown from his, um, 2012 days where he's, like, oh, you have to sit around for me, and I can't, I can't bear being away from you. Do you so. think Olivia Wilde's heard this song? Like, oh, he does think about me. He I'm like sure plays it for her. I'm sure that she is a 38 year old woman just <laughs> plays the song yeah. every oh. night when he's gone. Yeah. Just hands on her chest. A very busy woman with two kids. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, has and, time to sit around. And then Harry's out there just imagining Olivia Wilde's face on all his fans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. uh, well, um, so yeah, that was the stylish speculation. All right. Um, so now, 
the Harry fun fact. Um, so again, I wanted to tie this back into like touring and stuff. So, um, I wanted to give a list of a few causes that he has supported at his concerts or with the money from his concerts, like different charities. So one recent one that he is supporting with his U S leg is every town, um, which is a gun safety, um, organization. So they're like really promoting like, uh, like overhaul of like gun regulations and stuff like that. Um, and then he also has, he has also partnered in the past with, um, reverb, which is an organization for water conservation and recycling. Um, he's also done head count, which is to register people to vote at his concerts. Um, he's done a lot. Cool. Yeah. Uh, black lives matter, black voters matter, physicians for reproductive health, um, choose love, which is aid for refugees. Um, I also found this really cool thing that, um, you know, obviously, like, when you go on tour, there's a lot of people that work on it, and so, like, they have to have food and stuff, um, so they, like, any food that's been catered to him and his staff, mm-hmm. any, um, leftover food goes to local, sh- uh, local shelters, so I thought that was really cool, mm-hmm. and then, um, he also, like, supports, like, a lot of LGBTQ+, um, he, like, Usually every concert, he has, like, a pride flag. He's helped fans come out to their parents. Um, You can find this, like, really, really cute video of, like, this one fan is holding up a sign that says, help me come out to my mom. And he, like, you know, it's like, oh, what's your mom's name? And she says, Tina. And he just, like, yells out, Tina, she's gay. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, I'm sure your mom loves you and stuff. And, like, it it did have a happy ending. The mom was, like, really happy and stuff. Oh, that's good. Um, and he, on his first tour, would open up, usually with the quote, be whoever it is you want to be in this room tonight. Um, so, yeah, like, he has a hand in a lot of different organizations. Um, so, I think that's really nice. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah. And, like, you know, he donates, like, his own money to a lot of these charities. Um, but then, again, at con- concerts, a lot of like the ticket proceeds and sales and stuff will go to these organizations. So it's a very charitable artist. Right. I like I all those charities like I can get behind all of those. Yeah, they're like really like good good uh charities. And they're like very diverse too. Like mm-hmm. and I think it's really important like because um he is trying to like reach out to organizations that help with like minorities or people that have been othered, you know, like marginalized people. Right. Like we've talked about in past episodes, like as like a seemingly straight white man, like he has taken that responsibility on him of like using his privilege. And cause like, again, he has like a lot of things with black lives matter, reproductive health, which, you know, it's like women's organization, like refugees, um, LGBT, so, you know, I think that's really nice that, like, he is, uh, or, and at least his team is, like, consciously saying, like, we will um, reach out to these that don't just benefit, like, a white man. So, yeah, that's a little bit about Harry and his touring. Um, Does Taylor Swift donate to charities? I think so. I'm sure. Like, she definitely has before, like. And she's also, like, more, 
outspoken on her platform. Not that Harry Styles isn't, but he just, like, doesn't do a lot on social media, where she will. Mm. Um, but, like, that was one thing, like, um, after the Uvalde shooting, um, Harry did put up, like, on his Instagram and Twitter, like, a statement, and that's when he was like, we're, you know, donating, like, a large portion of our proceeds to every town. Um, so, you know, I think that's really good that he's, like, staying current, and it's really nice when artists, like, seem to actually care. All right. So, with that, I guess we'll move into our favorite lyric. You guys just skip me. I just, like, was looking through again, just, like, trying to pick one. And I think I'm going to go with goodbye. Wow. I was actually, if y'all if y'all forced me to do it, I was just going to say, like, goodbye. Goodbye, because you want to say goodbye to the song. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, I don't know. I mean, I just kind of had to, like, pull one out of the hat. So I chose um, Tell Me Nothing's Gonna Change. I, that was another candidate. You know, because, yeah. like, especially, I know I talked to, like, kind of made fun of that part of the song earlier. That's why I didn't pick it. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as I was saying, I was like, hey, I picked this as my favorite lyric. Um, but, you know, sometimes it's a nice sentiment of, like, I just wanted to stay the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want, like, distance to to crush our relationship. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Or, I mean, I think we can all say our favorite lyric is, because uh, even though every night you'll know what I'll say. Well, you'll oh, know yeah. what I'll say. You know what I'll say. Like, Goodbye. honestly, is that sentence even grammatical? I don't Like, know. you'll know what I'll say. Like, you don't need both of the wills. You know what I'll say. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You'll, you'll know, know what I'll say. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I just... Well, okay. <laughs> it doesn't make sense with the rest of the complete... If you listen to complete sentence... So tell me nothing's going to change and you won't ever walk away because even though every night you'll know what I'll say. It almost seems like a threat. Like, oh, well, like It's just I'll... like the even though part is throwing me off. Anyway, um, feels like a mouthful. I do feel like this is the worst song lyrically that we have had. Lyrically. Not even another world. Um... Like, like, in terms <laughs> yeah. of just like, there is, like, this song doesn't make... It's just like there's nothing. Good there here. is there is no, no redeeming qualities. Yeah. You know, like, even when we had our passionate argument about the song "Alive," right. at least there was like some you know narrative to it that we could like dive right. into. This is just like you could justify nothing. that one, right? If you you know thought about approached it in the well, way that they. I'm wanted just saying that like yeah, there's just like nothing here. I it just is don't know what so surface level. It just feels lazy. Nothing. Like it just. I mean, I guess it's the Swedish. It's music a song approach. Well, well, no, we're not hating on Swedish. No, no, no. I I think that that musical approach could yield some really fantastic songs. Yeah. And I have always been a melody first listener. Like I have usually been like, I don't care about the lyrics. If the song is a bop, it's a bop. Yeah. Well, especially like with K-pop, when like true, where you I don't, don't even know, even know the know lyrics. The lyrics. <laughs> um, but like these lyrics just feel like they were just like, all right, we got it. Uh, does someone want to write some lyrics in five minutes? Right. Yeah. Or it was like kind of one of those things where it was like. Oh, we gotta get another track on this album that's like <laughs> I have like this weird guitar riff, y'all wanna hear it? And then it's just like, yeah, we made a song. So Yeah, so I guess we'll like rate this song. Um Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. How about y'all go first while okay. I think about it? Um I'm gonna give it 
I'm gonna give it a 1.75. Oh my gosh. I know. I'm really. You and your 0.75s. Look, okay. I didn't want to give it a full two, but I don't think it's just like a one. I think it's a 1.75 because, again, I can like bop my head along for it and hum along. But yeah, it's just lazy writing and it's not even that melodious. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. I feel like I've given another song a one. I think I have. Um, so I have to give this a one because I can't, it's not better than any song I've heard so far. Okay, okay, okay. Emily? I'm going to give it a two. Okay. Yeah, because I was thinking 1.5 in my head, but I was just like, wait, I think I've given a song lower and I don't want... Yeah. It's yeah. tricky. Yeah. Well, um... I hope people don't, sorry, I hope people don't, like, put a lot of, uh, you know, um... Like meaning into our writing. These are very of, scientific. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, well, if you look at the uh, ratings of all the episodes, somewhere someone is making a graph. Right. <laughs> well, you know, the way I calculate my ratings is I look at the chord progressions and then assign a number based have, on that. And... I've created an algorithm right? that calculates the rating for me. And then, based on the lyrics, how how much they repeat themselves oh, also course. goes into play. So was our. Uh... The average, average is 1.58 mm-hmm. for this wonderful masterpiece. Back for you. You know, we we should actually like write down all our. I was thinking about making kind of... a Wikipedia page. Oh wow! <laughs> you know, this would well, be I a definitive saying... ranking of the One Direction songs. I was True. just saying, like a notepad of like. Oh, you're, of you're like I was thinking like a <laughs> like a Google Sheets uh, yeah, yeah. document. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, there you have it. That was Back For You by One Direction, and we'll see you next week. What's, do you remember the song for next week? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it will be in the bees. Yeah, something in the bees. All right. All right. See y'all. Bye. Bye. Bye.